wow, what is that? Who is that? That's the calling. Is that is that the night of America? That's the calling. <laughs> wow. Welcome to what the up? podcast, you guys. Guess who's back? Did you see that shit? Did Damn. you did you see that shit? That was that was nice. We're back live. Uh-huh. We don't give a fuck about COVID, man. We've been making out all night long. This has been great. <laughs> What's going on, guys? Good to see you here live. We today we're joining us. We have Hassan, we got Tucci, we got Elias, and uh, you have myself, Martin. Mm. It's um, been a while since I've seen you guys. Yeah, man, glad to have you. Shout out to our sponsors. We have Alpaca Chicken. If you need some chicken in the Raleigh Durham area, and possibly globally coming soon, huh? Huh? What do you think? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Go to Alpaca Chicken, check it out. It's amazing charcoal uh, made chicken. It's, it's delicious. You want some reno- a week. Yeah, at least, at least once, once a, week. a week. Yeah, absolutely. Um, renovations down in your house. What do you do? Nation Homes. That's one of our biggest sponsors. If you need a window on your garage. Exactly. <laughs> Why would you do that? Maybe you do. Maybe you need that. I think one of us did. No one's judging you for wanting a window in your garage. Nation Homes, just come and fucking get it done. All right? Uh, and Whoop. then if you want to buy some eBay clothes, you go to bluebetsy.com. And our num- and our new sponsor this evening today, I'm on- we have the owner of this company here just giving us thousands of thousands of dollars towards the company. Uh, go ahead and tell us about us, Hassan. What is the company about? So it's uh, just a painting company, commercial, a residential, mm. interior, exterior. Mm. What's the just, name? Uh, Paint & Co. Paint & Co, baby. Paint & Co. Co and years, years of years of design and experience at your fingertips. Some, some, one of the owners of this company has had extensive knowledge of design. So you're not just getting the painting done; you're getting some serious, serious knowledge. All right, you want some psychedelic stuff gone, done? It's gonna, it's just gonna happen. All right, just do it. And thank you guys for listening on a regular basis. Corey Harpin, Evan, and Bruce. I don't know who the fuck else is listening, but I know we have a thousand downloads, and that's got to mean something. Someone is listening. Thank you, guys. Or somebody has tried to listen. If someone's tried to listen. <laughs> somebody was intrigued. Like, fuck this. <laughs> so I'm not really listening. Turn it off. What was that? You know, I'm, I'm okay thousand, with that. I'm okay with that. A thousand people were intrigued. A thousand <laughs> listeners. Two hours of listening. <laughs> Two hours of playing. Follow us on Instagram, guys. It's okay. That's all we care. On that note, let's get started. Pregate! So it was good, guys. That's what we played the music. Kind of glad that I'm ready to go back out again. Yeah, I don't think we should. I don't think we're supposed to. I think it is. I think it is. I think we're definitely getting a cover. I I sold a car today to a physician at WakeMed. And of course, I asked him, you know, anytime I talk to somebody in the medical field, I don't want to know. You know, what do you guys hear? Hey, what's going on? What, what kind of car did you buy first off? Uh, a Wrangler. It's cheaper than the Rubicon. What a fuck. I'm not even going to be Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, so like, no, no roof? Huh? No roof? Well, the roof comes off. It's got a roof. Soft top. Okay. So what do you say? Just hard soft top or hard top too? <laughs> soft top. No, just soft So I asked them, I said, you know, I said, what are you guys hearing? Like, what, what should... Should we be doing? Not be doing. I said, all we hear is the news and social media. It's not like so I'm it's gonna do. Often, I'm just asking right now. I'm a car salesman. <laughs> <laughs> right? I just. It's not often you talk. You get to talk to somebody in the medical. You know. Right. So, 
I like to take advantage of it. So he said, listen, it's, it's a lot of people are saying it's like the flu. It's not. He said it's somewhere between the flu and your worst nightmare. Just, that's on, on the scale. Mm, that that's, it is. that's quite a scale. Mm-hmm. So he said, he, he said he <laughs> does foresee home. he does foresee that there's going to be a spike okay. now that you know, people are going going oh. back out and starting to congregate again. Well, I went from just, just not leaving my house. Oh, by the way, this is week what week tenth or eleventh of coronavirus. We've been tracking our, all of our podcasts has been week one, week two, week three, week four, and we're like on week eleven right now. And I went from not fucking leaving my house to come in this room with all your degenerates that have been around everywhere so um, you know I, I can only hope what I'm or expect what I'm gonna bring back to my family that was a pretty quick change man that was <laughs> well you know whatever drastic huh I was just like it's either all or nothing with my team well you know in between. there's nothing <laughs> moderation I was just I mean I haven't I don't leave my house for anything else but I but I, I had you guys over the other day I was just like well it's the same fucking guys what else could they give me? I mean, I guess I'm exposing myself to a son who was around a physician that has been around the COVID. So I'm fucked. He has. So was he pretty, like, alarmed about it? Or he was just like, eh. I mean, surprisingly not. Like, you know, you kind of think about all the surfaces that him and I both touched while, you know, during the transaction. And at not there wasn't a point where he felt he didn't have a mask on. Mm-hmm. Uh, there wasn't a point where I felt that he felt he needed to to be careful. Now, maybe he was careful and I just wasn't paying attention, but, you know, you would think that touching door handles and cars and steering wheels and doing things and sharing pens and stuff. Um, actually, come to think of it, I don't think he shared his pen with me. I do remember he had his own pen because I was using a red pen for some documents and the documents that he had to sign, you can't use a red pen. So he had a pen. So I don't think we actually kind of transacted with the pen but th- there was nothing about his demeanor or the way he was acting that made me feel like he's worried about being around 40 or 50. When he, te- the, he test drive the car? Yeah. After you drove it? The so car the pen was very insignificant. The car was sitting where it was. We both walked up to it. And I gave him the keys. He got in. You said, do you sit next to him? No, we don't, we're not accompanying on test drives right now because of... Oh, okay, really? okay. So they take the car away. So if I need a car part, I can just go test drive a car for a couple of minutes. Yeah, sure. Hey, wait. So Replace the engine. Boom, boom, very quick. <laughs> so, you know, I've been fucking letting people test drive my Corolla and I'm in the fucking car with them. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> I'm not going to let them take I my I mean, shit. listen, man, it's, it's one of those things where you just, damn, I'm you know, you, it's hard, man. You have to live your life. That's crazy. I mean, so that was that was one I mean, of the imagine when Corona first came around and I was at work and I started thinking to myself, like, how can we possibly we have a thousand cars on the lot. How can you possibly keep everything sanitized? Yeah. There, there's nothing about the car business and the day-to-day operations that would allow you to social distance. Okay, you can sit far apart from each other, but I get in and drive the car, then he gets in and drive the car, then somebody else drives it, then somebody else touches it, somebody else touches the door handle. I mean, what are the? You'd have to go around and sanitize a thousand cars every day, two, three times. A well, day. you can give like a pair of gloves, a mask to whoever is going to test yeah, the car. Yeah, suit. Yeah, yeah. A or a suit, suit, a complete suit, like a I don't know, astronaut suit, something like that. That would be cool. awesome. Invent <laughs> that, man. It's a like, hey, complete yeah. body. Hey, before you put this so, yeah, on, you have challenge. to take your underwear off. Like yeah. the balloon boy. 
We don't want it contaminated. So do you think this will change the industry going forward, like forever? Or what do you think? So if you like the car business or just COVID? No, the car business. Yeah. Oh, well, what we notice a lot now is a lot of people buy online. They try to do as much as they can online. They fill out a credit application online. We do the funding, everything, to where they come in and sign paperwork and leave. So if you flip your mic, dude, it's coming from the top. There you go. Like that. You know, a lot of dealerships now, they're offering, they'll deliver the car to you. They do everything at the house. Is that Carvana? No, no, no. Leith, everybody's doing it. Even we do it at Westgate. So you, you well, if what I do you want think, a car, what you, do you, do you think about the vending car machine, the Carvana? Do you think that's all a lot of business from regular dealerships? Because man, that's something you do totally online. Their, their model's different, man. Their model's <laughs> different. I don't know. I mean, I haven't done enough research on them, but I it is. I hate the finance people. That's it. Just Why? give me because they fucking always try to take me for a ride with them. Yeah, they're with pretty the, pushy when you go. The they always like include the warranty and shit, and I don't want. I mean, I maybe think. I do want the warranty, but it feels like push. Well, well, hold on. Do they include the warranty and not tell you that your payment is a warranty? Because that's illegal. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like it's that. Or, so, or, or maybe they did tell him, but he just. I had a guy tell me once this. that if I did, he said your credit is very okay. It was my first car, you know. And he, you know, if you buy this warranty, you know, we can make it work or whatever, like that, bro. Hmm. That's smooth. If you bought what the warranty, and it was like, and I remember because I actually you, bought it from somebody we know, and uh, and and my and my and my friend was telling me like. Yo, ask him about the warranty. Ask him about the warranty. The salesperson I knew, but I'm such a fucking idiot. I didn't know what he was trying to tell me. And he was like, ask him about the warranty. Ask him about the warranty. So I go in there and I'm like, what's up with the warranty? You got to get it. I mean, like, you got to get it. That's how I'm getting it. And I was like, okay. Like, I didn't know what the fuck what was happening but it wasn't until after well I guess uh, the way you find out is like how much more is going to be for the warranty and if I want to get it or not I want to get it right like yeah, but that's something was, you ask for it's like switching. how much are you charging me you charge me $200 extra Correct. what's that for yeah, oh, that's a warranty I'm yeah, okay I don't want that <laughs> you know that's it he just Martin back then he was he wasn't very confrontational. He wasn't like, he, you've never been that type of person not, to where no, you're, yeah, like when, when you're making a deal of, you know, something like that, no. where you would actually say, no, I don't want it. Like, it's easy for them to talk you into it. Dude, I, but now I'm sure you walk in there and you're like, yo, fuck you. I'm like, no, no, God, even that, like, I call my friend Hassan right now, man. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you what, before, he would tell me the truth. The four years at Verizon where I was selling shit in the hardest fucking way possible taught me a lot. But even to this day, I'm a better salesman than I am a buyer. I get really weird about buying shit. Like I don't, I don't like it. I don't like. So they train you how to lie. No, but they put enough pressure on you where selling that particular item is so important that you start getting really shifty with it. And imagine yeah. doing that for four years, twenty times or fifty times a day. I don't know how many fucking people come in there. Yeah, did they, you change. You, you get training, with, right, to sell. You get training, like how to yeah. approach and things like that. So the company they, trains. They call, it, they call it the what is it that they call it? The, um, it's called this. No, it's connect, discover, recommend, and close and shit like that. Is yeah. is a circle. It's like connect to so connect to the person. So like you come in and I'm like, hey, Leo, what's up? How you doing? Oh, you, what do you do? What do you do? So you're supposed to ask people personal shit all the time, which is kind of weird. You kind of get used to it, like. What do you do? Oh, you, you're a construction person. Oh, wow, that's great. I bet you're outside a lot, huh? 
<laughs> you know, what do you like to do in your free time? And so you're connecting, you're discovering. So you discover, 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 discover. So you kind of like, one of the managers that is funny, he's now working in the same company I work with for as this as my same, as what I am. But at the time he was my manager and he taught me that that discovery met, um, Matt, um, that discovery method is you're, you're putting the tools in your pocket. So you're telling me all this info and I'm gonna use it against you later. <laughs> so like, oh, you like this and you're like, oh, you're gonna, oh, you, 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 you're like, yeah, man, I went on the weekend, I, I go to the beach. Oh, you like the beach, okay, great. Uh, what, and then you just kind of pick up and pick up, right? Then you connect. I don't know what the connect part is like. I guess like to a yeah, like let's say you go to the beach. You know, yeah. Verizon has the best network of the beach. Like you no, no, definitely no, no, never no. do the signal. That's not silly. That's never gonna work. It's more like it's, it's more like you know you, you become friends with them. Right? You build a rapport. That's, yeah, yeah. But then and then you recommend as a hey, Elias, you're construction, right? This is what you need. You can't do everything on your phone because you're taking. You told me you're taking payments off your phone, right? You said that. And now you're gonna be your battery is gonna be fucked up. You need this iPad too. And here's the speaker. And you need the speaker. And you need this and this that. And that's the way it's supposed to be, right? But what actually happens a lot is, I can get you this iPad, and it comes with the phone. Or if you don't get this phone, you don't get this deal. That's what ends up happening, dude. The reality of things is, to you, really feel like and it's the choice. And the people that are the most successful. Are the ones that are doing it the shittiest, right? And when and then they're like, "Hey, why can't you be like this guy?" And then they bring it over, and the guy tells you this bullshit, like, "Oh yeah, well, what you gotta do is you gotta really discover, reconnect, and come in." And then you see like old ladies leaving with like six iPads and shit like that. I was like, "What the <laughs> fuck did you tell this lady, dude?" Or like they're leaving with this thing that goes in your car that they probably have no fucking idea what it is. Because that was the latest one. Before I left, they wanted me to sell this thing that you put in your car. You you stick it into the, the reader. And it's supposed to track you and... Oh, it tells you where your car is at? Well, not only that, but it tracks your speed. And if you get in an accident, it it calls. So now you're selling on fear. That's the best one, dude. Like, what? You you drive by yourself? Oh, my God. (laughs) I'm very hard person. (laughs) Dude, you need this in your car because if you fucking... If you get in an accident, how are they going to fucking know? You need this to hum... Dude, I'm copyrighted. I'm, I'm going to get fucking sued by Verizon. That's a strike, but... Yeah. Uh, hey, let me contact my lawyer. Is, is this okay to say this? But isn't that... No, X-Night. It's called the him. Habibi, say something in Arabic quick. Shish kebabs. Anyways, isn't that sales in general, though? I mean... Well, that's where it starts. I love the business that I do now because I sell... But I actually get to do it that way because there's no trickery. I mean, I'm selling to a business and I'm selling on a software and there's really nothing I could do to to do that, right? I'm, I'm legitimately discovering and recommending different things. And I don't have that pressure currently. Well, maybe because now your service or your product sells itself. You don't have to be as pushy. It, as... it doesn't sell itself because it's, it can be done the old-fashioned way, right? So you could do training the old-fashioned way, but you could do it in this more effective way. It's like if, it's like you're selling cars to somebody that's been driving horses, right? But they're like selling the horses, like they're they're. So there is a, a discovery, like okay, so what do you do with these horses? Oh, you fucking pull. What if I told you you can pull way more fucking things with a car? 
or whatever. You know, that's that's what I'm doing now, which I like way more. But yeah, I think it has to do with the product. The the, the cell phone business is something that was oversaturated, dude. You wanted to be on that shit on the, in the '90s when you were just so t- tell fucking me about making the money. That you work for what exactly do you guys sell? We sell software for training and medical facilities. So. If you're a nurse, you have to take X amount of CEUs. If you're an assisted living community, you have to keep compliance to a certain level. And you have you have to do this training. You have to do it. And you can do it in-house. You can bring a teacher. And you can do it that way, which is what most people do. Or you can use our software that is accredited and has all everything you need. And then everybody pulls it up on their phone and pulls it up on the computer and does it. Right? So that's what I do. It's, it's actually pretty good. Like, it's something that... It makes sense, uh, but a lot of people are stuck on the old-fashioned way. Like they, this is how we've been doing it for years and whatever else. Uh, but yeah, right now I work with existing clients, which is even better. People have been using the software for a while. They're just renewing at this point. They renew, and then I tell them about the new stuff that we're doing. Like for example, Wound Care is big now. Like we we can do certifications for Wound Care, but you know you have to be kind of. I mean, it's it's. it's how many people would you say you call out a day? I have to call at least 20. 20. How many people do you talk to? Do you get on the phone? No, I'd say about 10. 10? Maybe 5. I mean, you, get a lot of, you get a lot of people like, hey, so-and-so there? No, they're not there. Where, where are they at? But <laughs> oh, they're not here. Okay, well, tell them I call. <laughs> I'll talk to you later. Okay, bye. Is it a, more like emails than anything else? Like call sometimes? You do emails. You do everything. Dude, like, but they, I, have, I have to call... 20 people. That's like what they track. They track that. I want to be... So 20 is the floor. That's the minimum. The minimum. If you're in new sales, which I used to be, is 40. So is that like completed calls or just attempted calls? Attempted. You have to just call and like ask and leave a message. So you just, you know, they want you to do 40. Dude, when I applied, before I got this job, at the same time I applied for Citrix and and I almost took that job, they wanted 150 fucking call that's dude. yeah and i almost took that job when you said 20 i was like that's kind of low <laughs> yeah i think it's very low this is existing as existing clients you don't want to fucking harass them dude they already have it like what am i gonna call uh, them yeah day? yeah existing like, clients or no I'll, but or new business is more because is what like 60 80 it's it's, it's 40 uh, it's 40 fucking slackers over there what's the name of this company <laughs> <laughs> Reliant. Reliant. I was wondering why you gain a little bit weight. <laughs> no, bro. Because you're making no calls. Fucking. But one thing that's good about this company, the, the reason I went here is they they uh, they have you kind of take the whole process, right? The sales process. In other companies, they have a lead gen person, and then when you actually get somebody that wants to see the product, it goes to a closer. Hmm. It doesn't go to you. So like, I'll call. Hey, Elias, do you want to buy this? Here's what you should buy. Okay, cool. Let me check it out. All right, let me let me pass you to Hassan. He's gonna give you the demo. That's how they do it in most of those like conglomerates, right? And that's why the the main guy, the the the, the little guy, has to make like two hundred fucking calls because all he's doing is trying to get one demo for you. I realized it was different because they said like, hey, you get you like if I make a demo, I do the demo, and I close, and I do everything. So it was a little bit different. I, I I'm glad I went with this with Citrix. Ended up cutting a shit ton of people, anyways. Mm-hmm. So right now, with the with the whole COVID thing, I'm I'm really lucky to be here because dude, we well, we're funded by the government. You sell your product. Your your end user is in the medical field. Yeah, dude. And so not do even, you think because obviously it's the medical field, COVID's not going to affect it? Well, not only that, but like okay, so 
infection control is a huge thing, right? Like knowing how to properly, you know, keep infection from spreading, right? And that's what these guys are supposed. To, I I I work primarily with PAC, which is post acute, and that's like senior senior center assisted living, home care, and personal care. And after COVID happened, there was dude. There's assisted living communities where like ninety nine percent of people got it. It spread from a staff member, and it went to all the fucking people that lived there, because the regulations weren't tight enough. When regulations go up, it's good for us, because you're not training your people. Like, are they fucking washing their hands right? So they bring inspectors, and the inspectors are gonna want to see shit on paper. And that's why, like, we help. We help them understand, like, here's how you're supposed to do it. Here's how you tell everybody how to do it. And here's how you keep record of it online. Instead of, like, whatever the fuck they're doing, they weren't being regulated as well as they should have. And it wasn't necessarily their fault. Is that it was just on, like, a forgotten feel. Like, it didn't matter. Like, it wasn't really the spotlight. Like, everything is on acute. Acute is where it's at. Acute is hospitals. Like, hospitals, surgery. In this country, there's a huge, like, if you, if you break your leg, then we fix it. If you if you get surgery, we like that's where the money is at, but not on preventive or post acute. That's not where the money is at. Anything preventive or mental health or post acute, that's not big money. I mean, there's money there, but like the big money is on the hospitals. But because of what's happened right now, that's kind of shifting. So it might be really good later. We'll see. I might be fucking rolling in dough, son. You just might nah. forget about it. Like, I, I think, like, I don't know how many thousand, like, each hospital was getting for each COVID-19 patient. Like, I think it was, like, I don't know, like, 75,000 for each patient they got. So, I guess that's why they were getting a lot of people at the hospitals, like, all right, let's set up everybody with COVID-19. If he doesn't have it, just, you know, put it in one that's next what, to... That's what Elon Musk was saying. He was on the Joe Rogan podcast, and he says that... And that is true. Reimbursement is a tricky thing. It's like the way it works is hospitals get reimbursed based on, well, I don't know hospitals, but certain medical, they get reimbursed based on what they treat. And uh, there is a potential that they were getting additional funding for COVID. And so if somebody died from a car accident, but they had COVID, they would, lay, they would label it as a COVID death because they would potentially get more money. But I don't know how true or untrue that is. But there is a potential. I'm pretty sure that's very true because like a bunch of businesses were getting money from the government by, you know, for the things that but are do happening. You think that, do you think that there wasn't a thing? That, like, okay, I understand that, but I feel like it's a little... No, dangerous. I think it was a thing. No, I like, know. Like, it's a, like if it doesn't exist, it does exist. Yeah, it's a little bit dangerous to say that because it just, it makes people think that it's all made up, right? Yeah, there are No, I'm just saying like some people take advantage of it. Like, like the hospitals were taking advantage of it. Like, okay, somebody had a car accident, but he got COVID-19. So we got to, you know, name right, him. I think that saying. happens on a larger level. I think the, the, the problem is the fucking system. Right? Because, I mean, okay, so that's because of COVID, but what, what if somebody is getting paid more or they're reimbursed more because of cancer or because of this? And then, like, yeah, but the thing on that. So the, it's not necessarily the disease is the issue. It's like... There's something wrong with the fucking way that is being handled. The yeah, but they were just taking advantage of this thing that's happening right now. Like, thanks to what's happening right now, we are able to well, ask for more money. Well, that's the same thing that happened with the fucking over-prescription of, of opioids, right? Doctors were getting paid by pharmaceuticals 
every time they're prescribing opioids, so they overprescribe opioids. So the problem is not what's happening. The problem is that people want to get paid, and there's they don't really. So the problem is greedy. That's the problem. The root of the problem is greedy. You got a bunch of greedy people out there, man. And they're making enough money, man. And like, then they go buy Rubicons at fucking And they fucking... Be- look, look. There's a lot of blood in a bunch of these keep doctors, man. Rubicons. A bunch of bloods, man. And this- What'd you say? He said, and they're going to buy Rubicons? <laughs> I said, Rubicons is fine. They can buy Rubicons all day. Hey, I want to say something in a very sensitive way, but isn't Rubicon a... Largely like a, a homosexual symbol of a car. No, I thought it was. No. I thought like mostly Honda Civics are. <laughs> <laughs> what do you drive? <laughs> Corolla. Corolla S Corolla for Super Sport. Oh, no, seriously, S? like, like it was like it was like I thought for like the 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 Jeep Rubicons it was like uh, a lesbian car, wasn't it? Wait, the Jeep what? The Rubicons. Rubicon. Yeah, I have, I'm just. I mean, I'm sounding homophobic, but not. I'm not. I'm just saying, like, it's just. So like, if you if you write if you write a Homer, you're Superman. No, you're a douchebag. You, you know, like you should. You're a big man. So what you're should somebody guy. drive? No, no, I'm just saying. There's Corolla. cars. There are cars that are said. S. Okay, let's, let's be honest. S. There are cars. If you write a Homer, you have a micro penis. <laughs> <laughs> you wanna pretend you're big. <laughs> In all honesty, That's isn't so isn't there a connection between cars and people, right? Like Arab people, they drive BMWs and they have a lot of cologne and wear sunglasses. <laughs> I'll, I'll take that. Man. You don't have to take. <laughs> this is, no, I'm saying this is the truth. Oh, I don't know. I mean, it's just like a like you know. Um, that's what. Like, what do you think when you think of um, a Subaru? No, like when you see a uh, a buggy, a buggy. I think that's a girl's car, a buggy. A hippie. Huh? A hippie. Yeah. Oh, hippie. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I see a hippie if I see the old one. If I see a new one, I see like see a, a truck. Depends what type of truck. If he's uh, a if he's a Tacoma, you know, he's, like, he's probably like a white guy. If he's a F one fifty Mexican, if he's a if he has multiple Tundra, Huh? Hey, what about F one fifty with multiple colors? Well, that's definitely an Argentinian. Elliot sent me the picture. The hood was white. The rest of the car was was red. I said, "So which which, which side are you painting?" Yeah, what are you? Are you gonna ever even that out? It's a nice truck, man. Yellow baby. I don't know, man. I don't know. I might paint it later. Why does that? I like that other one. I like the other red one outside. Does it run? You yeah, yeah, that's my brother's. He's paying for it. That I, the one that went to the army, he wanted that truck. This the one? Nissan, the yeah. Nissan, yeah, yeah. Four He's by making four. payments on it. Big old wheels. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Holding it up front till he pays it off. <laughs> no, he can take it. We work. I'm working on the yeah. title. So what happened on that truck is like, I took a long. I took almost like a year and a half to go to the DMV and get the paperwork set up. Right. So this lady went to. She lost the title. Right, she lost the title. She asked for a copy of the title. All right, so she got a copy of the title, like a duplicate, duplicate of the title. So she got the duplicate. Then she finds the title, but she sells me the car with the original title. But she already ordered a duplicate, right? So she got the duplicate somewhere. So she gives me the original title, and when I go to the DMV after a year and a half, they're like, "This is not the title for this car. This is this title is not valid anymore." So right now, in order to take. Uh, to have that 
car with plates and have the title. I have to buy like a bun because we were trying to search this lady that sold this car to me. I can't find her. They don't have access? Yeah, 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 those are beer cans. My friends are drunker. So you're saying drinkers. you gotta take in. Drinkers. You gotta, um, this lady took you for a ride? Yeah. So yeah, so right now, I gotta buy a bond so I can put a title on this car. It's like $250. Mm -hmm. And they've been taking forever to do that process, man. Wow. Yeah, you know, your, your illegals are always trying to do things weird. Yeah, right? I guess. Look that's how I got a green card. Look at me, I got a green card. That, that is what you call being a hustler, man. I know. There's no amount of uh, reliant, uh, unreliant training that they teach you over there that will teach you how Actually, to do Actually, we have a training like, on hustling. Like my man Elias over here. Give Elias two years, he'll buy reliant. <laughs> and then he'll fire you. <laughs> Is it you talking shit? So like first ago? starting a business, I like to uh, hey welcome. I'm your new CEO, Elias. Uh, I come from you know a lot. Hey, oh hold on, hey uh, you're you're fired. Uh, anyways, let me continue. Trump kind of style guy when he talks. Trump style. He's like no 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 you no you yes us. You taking too long. Bye next. When it comes to CEOs, I'm the best. I'm the of best the CEOs that has ever been. When it comes to being a CEO, I'm the best CEO there is. That dude is fucking out of his mind. I'm so fucking over that. Oops, sorry. That was a bit of an old I heard he was, he was saying like, uh, the so guy, you know, like an old man fall, he hit his head Isn't in the it? concrete. He, he, that was yeah, one yeah. of the last one. He was like, if I told you I voted for Trump. I'd be like, well, you fucking idiot. I mean, I, I mean, I don't care. I mean, what can I do? What could I do? I would, I'd be shocked. Uh, I'd be shocked. Time. I'd be like, wow, they got I'm you. Like, no, how can a black no. man vote for Trump? <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't even get how that's the thing. Because I'm not black. <laughs> this I'm is, halfway there. I'm halfway there. there. In this, in, in this very sensitive mm -hmm. time, I don't even feel like I should laugh at that. I'm going to stay well, neutral to that joke. Look, man, it's a crazy time oh. we're in right now. <laughs> it's a but uh, you know what? I do think it's what's happening now is long overdue. I think that I it's mean, being handily. This, this shit should have happened tens, maybe if not a hundred years ago. When it comes to uh, well, what are you talking about? Should have been oh, just dude, everything. Right? What's been happening? <laughs> what are you talking about? It should have happened hundred years ago. No, don't, 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 what are you talking no, about? Just, uh, anyways, about them jankies, <laughs> the Google what? Stadium is open. There's the internet. Um, change the subject. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I'm kidding. Now go no, ahead. Just, go just ahead. what's happening now with the whole, you know, you know, racial injustice and the protests and the should have happened years ago. But every time, but no, hundred years ago. Hundred years ago, should have never happened. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think that has been very poorly handled by the president. Oh, that's, I mean, it's, that's, it's a very sensitive... But what situation wasn't um, handled like that Just by the, the president? Just the way he's handled the entire <laughs> entire 2020, obviously. I don't even know how he handled it three years before that, but, you know, three and a half years. I mean, yeah. In he, general, just, just the way he's, he's responded to the to the COVID, to, talks, you know, what happened with, with the murder of George Floyd, and... He talked I mean, mad shit, right? He it's called like the governor's weak. Well, today, he, today he, he put out a tweet about the. Um, they appointed like the first chief for the um, air force, uh, black guy. Uh, I think that was today, right? <clears throat> Pull up his and tweet. you know, obviously Trump had to send a tweet, but I just 
There's never any Did like. Did he congratulate gen- himself? Huh? Did he congratulate himself? That's fine. I wouldn't surprise it. I mean, <laughs> you know, I saw. Not, that's all he ever does. I saw a Fox News dude. Uh, so Fox News is all he has, right? <laughs> and I saw him attacking Fox News and a reporter talking mad shit about it on Fox News. Because and he was like, the president just does not want to be because he literally, if you talk, if you fact check him, he loses his fucking mind. Yeah. Twitter started doing this thing that when he would tweet something, they would add a fact check underneath, and he lost it, bro. I'm surprised he didn't fucking shut Twitter down. He wanted to. He was well to bring the military on the streets. <laughs> For real, he wanted to. Donald and then Trump. there was a Fox News thing that said that the economy was down or some shit. Something like a factual thing, like the economy's down. And he went off like, you motherfuckers, you Listen, lie, you fake news. <laughs> like, what the fuck? The guy's out of his mind, dude. I don't understand how this is happening. I don't understand how this is happening. I really don't. But whatever, you know. I think we, we go on a rant about Trump a little too often. Well, it just, it just sometimes. But whatever, it is what it is. It just, I guess, it, sometimes you go on too hard a on a guy that is not a. It's so easy to talk shit about him. Like Trump, but the thing is, like he just he was oh, yeah, just a like businessman. He was just a businessman. He wasn't like a very politic guy, you know. So everybody who voted for him, what do you expect? You know, like you expect him to be political correct. He's he's not gonna. Be, be like that. Well, you do have a well, high, high expectation listen, of the president. Listen, being, being when you, being but do you, but there were so many shit they talk about him, like so many things that they have, like videos they found of him, or the way he was talking. People still voted for him, and they didn't care about the all the past and all the things that he did before. He's a what do you think he's gonna do during the presidential? Did you know, see um, what's going on in Brazil with Jair Bolsonaro? No. Hmm. He's he's trying to actively call the military into the streets right now. Who? Wait, wait. Start on the beginning. Who is Jared Bolsonaro? He's the president of Brazil. Okay. Right. So he reminds me a lot of Trump because like people compare him to Trump. Right? Okay. But now because the the pandemic has hit Brazil and it's like killing massive amounts of people now or whatever it is. But he's using that as an excuse to bring the military onto the streets and declare martial law. Hmm. In Brazil. Remember, Brazil is a huge country. They have like 150 million people, man. It's like half of the U.S. So imagine deal with all those people, man. So that could be a No, but out there, there is a lot more uh, people like, uh, how do you say, uh, in low income? Mm. Very low. Like, low income here is not even compared probably to what's in Brazil. So imagine the things that happen over there. So they probably over there bring the military to the street. Sometimes it's needed. Like in Argentina, I think the military in the street is needed because the police is connected with the people selling drugs and things like that. So they don't put order because they know each other. So sometimes you kind of do need the military. Right here, it's very hard to pay the officer. It's like, hey, I give you a hundred bucks. Don't give me a ticket. Yeah. Over there, you might be able to do it, but you won't do it to the military. You know, right here, you know, it's like the police can get enough respect. Well, they used to get enough respect, where the people do. actually they get, respect them, and they do. sometimes you know? they get a little more than they deserve. But most of the time, they do because, you know, in general, a, a good portion of the police officers do give respect, and they're not. I, I don't think that you know, police officers here don't. You know, that is an interesting difference. Like in Colombia, the same way, like police officer being a police officer is not a respected profession. And as typically, 
done by I don't know who who decides to be a police officer, but they're very easy to brave. Or brave is it? Bribe. Uh, bribe. Sorry, bribe. Over here in this country, you can't bribe. A cop. Yeah, it's not like uh, let me get your license and registration, and you grab your license and registration, and you you know stick a hundred dollar bill in the in the registration, give it to the officer. Yeah, that's you probably get in trouble here not by even doing 100. that. Not even a hundred. A cop here would lose their mind if you did that. In, in Colombia, it's very easy to ask. Oh, I'm sorry, the officer. I didn't know that was there. You can have it back. I was like, okay, man. I didn't know, man. That just shows <laughs> that that profession. That's a very, very important. I sold a car to a sheriff today. Yeah, he he put some money under the table. I sold, I sold it to his wife today, but I sold him a jeep like three weeks ago. What do you say? He liked you. He's a good. He's a really good guy. Well, he let you talk to his well, wife. That's the thing. There's he's a lot of retired, retired great. military. Now he's about to be a retired uh, sheriff. Mm-hmm. Really, really good dude. His name is G. The thing is that there's a lot of good cops, but there is also a problem that needs to be addressed, right? And I understand the whole like. What problem needs to be addressed? Um, I don't know. The fucking microwave is dirty inside. I don't. What do you, what do you think? We're, what are we talking about? Racism. Problem. Okay, racism. Right? Yeah, yeah. The, 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 no, not just. They're not necessarily police brutality. Not, things are not being handled. Yeah, exactly. Like there are situations that are getting out of control for whatever reason, right? I people are dying and for knees to their neck and shit. I don't know. I mean, dude, you can you can look at how people that had worse crimes were treated and see what you know. Just look at what people are getting sentenced for. I mean, you went to law school. Oh yeah, no, I mean, this is a huge, <laughs> huge. You know massive. what I mean? Talk to the talk to the guy himself, dude. Man, I, I think mean, you're talking about what happened like, with. It's like you, one person steals something, you know, gets 25 years. Yeah. One guy rapes like five eight year olds and gets like you know six years in probation. It's I mean, it's it's, it's every it's every part man, of the law is systemically racist. Is every part really? of it, yeah. I don't know if you're being sarcastic or not. For real. What is the racism coming into the Think courts? of the criminal law, right? Where you have these mandatory minimum sentences. Like these laws that were passed in the 90s where if you had a certain amount of crimes, didn't matter what they were, then you... Automatically get a certain amount of time. It's right. pre-planned. Yeah, because if you ended up, added up, added up, you're going to have like a million years in jail. So they just put it like a whole package. Oh, they were you help- get a package deal. They were helping you out, yeah. <laughs> Well, it's just like the punishment is like... No, what he's saying is that it doesn't matter how little it was. If you had five, you would do yeah. one a long one. time. And, and this could be like simple possession of crimes. Like just possessing marijuana, cocaine, whatever. So you have five, you end up with a big sentence? Like well, even though... Yeah, I mean, I'm you, making that up. five right? of those, it was a mandatory minimum sentence of like 20 years, 25 oh, years, damn. whatever it was, right? It depends on the state. But... For really minor crimes, you could go to jail for a very long time. Damn, that's. A- but if you have just one big one, guess yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> where is that, is that why you're saying sometimes you see a situation where one guy does something really bad and does ten years, and one guy does something really small, he does twenty because that's that guy that did something small. He already has like fifty other small things he's done before. Exactly, hundred percent. So it's not really systematically racist; it's just the way the system is. But if you think about it. They yeah, did it, well, but why is the system the it, way it is? Exactly. Why were those laws that's not valid? Exactly. So that's that's not what's what's racist is the law. It's the reasoning behind why they 
you know. Oh, exactly. Right. Why yeah, the way it is? Built that's what the, I meant. Exactly. Yeah, it's built on a foundation of systemic racism. Well, and a lot of people would say this, like, oh, well, this particular racist tend to commit those crimes, or they tend to be more obnoxious or whatever. But you have to look back a further, right? Like, why are they doing these things? Is because they've been oppressed, or they had less resources for so long that this is really. The, the way of life you know what I'm saying like okay so more more Hispanic people are up to to like do a particular crime right and they're like well they deserve it I mean that's what that's why the cops treat them that way right well because Hispanic people have been systematically oppressed to live in these neighborhoods to receive this type of income to receive this kind of education how do you expect them to to come out of you know you see what I'm saying well they say well you can't really well if you start looking at it like that it's gonna be like it's always gonna be an excuse for you to do something bad I was like oh you know my dad never touched me anything so I gotta go rob I gotta go kiss somebody nobody told me I didn't I'm supposed to do that you just know that it's wrong to do sometimes yeah. like so a police officer pulls you over you know and they ask you for your license and your you know this is the typical man like that's very simple route to follow if they ask you for your license if they ask you to see who you are it's very simple you know common sense people don't have common sense you some people to, don't have common sense like just give you id you license then you're just gonna be fine some people's like nah why you should seem I, to think wh- that the problem is that there's like massive amounts of people that don't want to show the license it kind that's of not it. the issue dude. I, I in my opinion so yeah, a lot of well, the, the confrontation is the issue. Like when you want to confront these, you know, somebody. Like that's the issue. When you want to be, you well, know, sometimes you, you just want to do like a research. When you like get pulled over for a for a normal speeding ticket and they get you out of the car and they have you take your shirt off and they have you search your car, the, then you did they, they beat you up to crap? Did they beat you up? No, they didn't beat no, you up. Like, you followed they, the orders. Everything was fine. After a couple forty five minutes, you went home. That was the only experience you but, have in but, 35 okay. years of life. So that happens... No, they'll say that happens all the fucking time. Then what? Every time they pull you over, they make you spread your butt cheeks. So it doesn't just happen... Like, it, it only happens to certain people, right? It doesn't happen to white people. So, it never happened to you, right? Right. Well, you're yeah, like... If I was... Uh, no traffic stop, gets pulled have over I ever been stressed? Don't you give the cop a ticket? pictures of my tattoos. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I don't... So that's that's the problem that that's you know that are that shouldn't happen right that ideally in a perfect world and and all Martin did was like what did you not like I don't think that I even did anything or something huh you just didn't I got a I got a ticket for swerving out of the I got uh, failing to maintain lane control or something like that right so and but I wasn't speeding how does that how does that connect you to taking your shirt off. And well, because he, yeah, he's suspected. Exactly. Yeah. So that's so, that's what the problem is. So I, I understand where you're coming from. And, and I'm the perfect example that like, well, you know, just be compliant. If you comply, they, you know, like you're just being too rude to the cops. You're being an asset to the cops. What do you expect? I was as nice like, as I could, I could possibly be to this guy. And if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, I described this, this incident in, in a previous podcast. But I got pulled over by the cops and I was held on the side of the road for two hours I was asked to take my shirt off. They, they, he was convinced that I had drugs, and I was compliant. I was super nice to the cop. And you had experiences, Elias, where they pulled you over and they were super nice to you, right? So that's that's what I mean. Like, what kind of cop are you gonna get? That shouldn't be. It should be just. 
partial. Like, you know, I'm treated. And I kept on giving this guy more and more because I thought he's going to know I'm. He's going to realize that I don't have anything to hide. Dude, the guy was just convinced in his mind that I had it. I had drugs in large amounts of them. So, you know, that shouldn't happen. Just like the guy that, well, well, that needed his neck. Well, that's he thought, you know, this is the right thing to do. If I take my knee off of him, he's going to escape. I don't know because I don't think he wanted to actually kill him. I hope not. But he was like, this is the right uh, thing to do. But this, uh, there's no justice uh, made, but, you know, the guys are going to jail. So I know a lot of stuff needed to happen, but these officers are going literally in jail. What do you think like, of, four officers are going to jail. What do you think of him putting that knee on his neck? He's wrong. Why? He's wrong. He should have complied, though. He was being mean. No, no, that's cops. okay, but you have different, that's a different case. Like, that's totally, like, murder. Like, he definitely killed this guy by putting a knee. And because this guy killed this guy, this guy is going to jail. The officer is going to jail. But this happens more often than you think, apparently. You know, this is the, the difference about this one is... Reported. Well, on this case, it was... Well, well there, I'm pretty sure there is... Like, that's why so many people went up to the streets. And I think if it wasn't for all these people going up to the streets, they would never probably went to jail. I so, don't understand this point sometime, you're trying to make that you're saying, well, you know, you're, you need to comply with the cops. What is that, what is that point? What does that mean? Because most of the videos that I see is people like trying to be as smart as like you, they trying to to be smarter than the cop or they try to hide stuff and you know they acting like you know putting their hands in their pocket and the officer is like can you get your hands out of your pocket and then when they put their hands out of your pocket the officer shot them. Okay, man, if I was an officer, I probably shot them too, man. Like I'm scared, you know, I want to go home with my family, man. Like I'm just working over here. If I see a guy over here acting all gangster and trying to be like, I'm a badass and, and you come out to me and I'm the officer, I'm, you know, I want to protect myself. The first thing I'm going to do is like, if I think you have a gun, if I think you're going to have something, I'm probably going to shoot you. And anyone here thinks that you, your life is being threatened, threat, yeah, that's how you say it? If you, if you feel like you, you're being threatened by you're going to lose your life. Threatened. Threatened? Threatened. Threaten. If you feel like you like this, threatening. I'm pretty sure you're going to be the first one shooting, man. If, especially if you're an officer and you're trained to protect yourself. They have to make split decisions. Yeah, and sometimes by making those decisions, you make mistakes. But, like I said the other day, often, there's one million cops. Not, more often than not, the decision that they make could have been different. So you would have asked. So here's where it's wrong. I, I get that if you run up on somebody and you're a cop and you clearly see a weapon or, or, or they, they draw a weapon or they charge at you or they, yeah, you know, you, you protect your life. But, you know, a lot of the times I think that they shoot sooner than they should. Here's the bigger issue. a lot issue. of times all this happens well, they so won't. fast. It's a matter of seconds. Not like, you don't have, we're not talking about minutes here. We're talking about... Well, we're talking about second, five minutes. Two seconds. Okay. Somebody's already drawn a weapon, shots are fired within a matter of two, three seconds. So I think sometimes that extra two or three seconds before you fire can make a difference whether the cop is actually going to shoot or not. Oh, his life, or he's going to oh, he's gonna be a dead officer or not? Well, here, here's the real problem. I don't think that... The real problem is when you have a person acting that way... And, and whether you shoot them or not has to do whether they were white or black, okay? So, yeah, some, you, you would stop somebody and they're acting weird. Because, you know, white people, there's plenty of videos of white people going, this is bullshit, officer, I don't want to fucking do this. And then yelling at the cops and the cops just, ma'am, you need to fucking come down, sir, calm down. 
But when it's a when it's a black person acting the same way, so to 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 your argument, to your argument, right? Comply with officers. When a white person doesn't comply, they don't get shot. When a white when a black person comply doesn't comply, they get shot. That's the difference. Oh, this guy is black. He's gonna shoot me, pow! Or we're like, oh, this guy is white. He's just fucking angry. He's upset. Let me just chill. That's that's the difference. That's the problem. I think. Does that make sense? You see what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. I, I just, I'm just saying, like, what if you're Argentinian, man? What are they gonna do? They probably give me a kiss on my cheek. There, there you go. go. He gonna say, "You cute. You got some stuff for sale in the back of that truck." Let me see what you have. Elias, get pulled over. He's like, "Look, man, I'll give you three bikes, a desk, a computer chair." You He's know, my business guy. I'll give, give, give you a good deal on it. I'll give you a propeller. <laughs> what you need? But I'll tell you what I think makes it most hard to reform this is the police unions. Right? They're just coming out here saying there's absolutely no problem at all. Oh, there right? No problem with the police community. Like there's, They're not making racist determinations, split decisions, whatever it is. And so it's overcoming that that's the biggest hurdle. And so like you saw in Minneapolis where they're trying to just completely disband their police force right now how, what does that even look like I mean how do you not have a police force I don't think I, I don't think that they should disband the police force I think they just need to just you know amend some laws well and start okay. enforcing certain but these these right? cases are happening less right? I mean this isn't a situation to where this is so broken that it can't be fixed unless you dismantle the whole I mean, how how do you have a how do you have a police force? How do people get held accountable? Like, okay, I get it. You want to do away with the police force? That's fine. What kind of a system are you going to put in place? And I think that's what most people are looking for. Is okay, you great. Are. You want to you want to disband the police force? That's fine. What okay. are you going to do? Yeah, what's the alternative? <laughs> <laughs> the army. You know, but what happens is is they talk about it. And now all of a sudden, what they should do is not talk about it until they come up with a process yeah. and a procedure and some you know some sort of uh, you know okay, I, t- I tell concrete. you Democrats are great at doomsaying but they're not great at selling their ideas they're just not <laughs> yeah but the thing is like okay so but with years like I think we're way better than the 90s way better than the 2000 to 2010 I don't think much has think, changed yeah. yeah especially with the I don't yes think right now I'm pretty sure cops are way watching their back way more or than before just because they cameras. got cameras they got the cameras everywhere everything's been filmed right now it's probably and I saw many but, see, but, huh? but I saw but, many cases like where right now they put like this case of this guy getting pulled over you know like he's getting treated bad and then he's like he literally took the officer to court and he won the case okay so you can like do a follow up if you start fighting with the cop, you're going to get beat up, man. <laughs> yeah. You definitely well, got to get beat up. And there's no way you got to defend yourself, man. Well, no that, way. That's a problem because cops are instructed or they're... They, they use tactics in which they can lie to you for you to incriminate yourself, right? So if you're not allowed to stand your own ground, you're going to get more fucked. So one thing that I learned after that stopped is that I, I could have said... I don't consent to any searches. It's my right as a citizen. Not necessarily. I'm not being compliant, but I just know my right. And my right is, am I under arrest? Am I being compliant? Right. So to your point, if I if I say that and he gets aggressive and he gets something and he just intimidates me 
into something else, and I could get, I could go to fucking jail, right? Like this well, guy. I assume he, well, you can speak. I'm pretty sure you can speak, and you can say everything is being recorded well, right now. I'm pretty sure if you speak and you say that stuff, and then he's like, put your hands behind your back, and he punches you gun at you. You gotta so, do as he says. On. Oh, absolutely, but because you gotta get shot if you don't do it. Your point is, people are being unreasonable, and that's why cops have to act that way, right? But the problem is that if people are reasonable, I'm the perfect example. If you just if you just bend over and do whatever they want to do, they're just going to push, 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 and try. Their job is to incriminate you based on their view of you, right? And that's good. Which, I'm a good citizen. I want them to find the bad guys. But the thing and is sometimes that, some good guys are getting searched because they're trying to find the bad but, ones. But you're the and point. that's okay. But you're not seeing that I didn't have any drugs. Well, okay, that's good, but you could have. And you, if they would catch you, it would be one less man with a bunch of drugs in his car. Giving drugs to kids and things like that. They try to find these people. That's their job to find these people. How they gonna know that you didn't have any drugs? You were so fake. He thought you had drugs, but man. Why? Why did he think I had? Drugs? I don't freaking know, man. Why? You but don't, think, I don't, you don't know. know why? You, you, you Colombian. You probably had a Colombian flag. Wow. Well, I'm pretty sure if you if they uh, cars from Texas, if they drive over here with a Texas plate, I'm pretty sure they can pull over because they think like Texas is a frontier with Mexico. I'm pretty sure they have drugs on their car. So you think it's okay to profile? Is it? Yes. Okay. I've seen they they if they think you have drugs on your car or you're doing some type of illegal action they should definitely search you so they, they should, should definitely so they should, should definitely they're there to protect the other citizens so you should be searching. imagine if they if they pull somebody over you know this guy was kidnapping a little girl so wait what you should be you should search people based on the race the way they look or their play cars if they're out of state they should or, if they feel is they think you have something if they have like some type of intuition that you have something they should do what you know that's their job to protect the other citizens from the bad citizen and the only way to find these bad people is by searching them but that see you yeah you look at things in black and white like bad and bad and good people it's just that I don't think so. We can be very flexible. So, you know, so there should be pulling Because up. then everybody's going to be like, oh, it's my right not to give you my documents. It's my right not to do this. It's my right not... And then you're giving too much flexibility to people and they're going to take advantage of that. And then when you want to do something, well, well, I can protect the other citizens because they don't allow me to search this guy. They don't allow me to search his car. Or, you know, I think he was a point. So they should be pulling over anybody that looks Mexican just for papers. They should pull er anyone over who looks suspicious of any activity that is illegal. No, 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 no. listen, listen to me. Well, that, if, that if was, listen Tucci, to me. You're not, Tucci, I don't what's think your take? Let's, let's hear Tucci. <laughs> Tucci's the guy that went to law school. You're not, you're not, you're saying, let's, let's, like, let's hear what he's got to say. Pull somebody over because they look Mexican. No, Listen pull that. somebody over okay. that looks suspicious that is doing it, an activity. Do you you saying like every Mexican guy looks like he's doing drugs? What I'm saying. Like he Most pulled, of the Mexicans are driving a truck with a foot, foot, uh, 40 feet ladder, 32 ladder, no, like no, ladders missing. on top of their truck. They definitely not doing it. Like they just no, but, going but to home and walking forth. If, if, if I'm a cop, right, and I think that most, just so that you understand where I'm coming from. If I'm a, if I'm a cop and I think that Mexican people have drugs and I start... Pulling over Mexican people because they have drugs. Is that right? Do the search. If you feel like they do have uh, drugs no, no, and things like that, you got to pull so many Mexicans on the side of the road that you got to get freaking tired of pulling Mexican, not finding any drugs, that you're just going to start pulling up other people probably. But then in the meantime... The, I think just... they should do their job. If they feel like somebody has drugs, somebody has something illegal, they should definitely do their search. 
That is protecting me as a citizen. If they have an illegal weapon on their car, yes, do their search. That is protecting okay, the other well, citizens. Regardless about the search thing, I think killing people is a whole different issue. No, no, right? no so, yeah. So, <laughs> so well, like, just kill them because they look black. Like if, I think we can all agree that if you put your knee on the back of someone's spine no. for eight and a half minutes <laughs> while they're handcuffed... That's probably not the best. Well, that's thing to do, okay, right? but that's like it's that's like a that's like it's very you know that case is being taken. I think they're paying for that, right? Like those well, these cops are going to. Well, jail before well. before here's the funny thing. Before it was put on on the spotlight, they had. They had I already, know it was. They it had was. already said. They had already said that he had died from a pre-existing condition. So if it wasn't for the video and it being blown out of proportion, right? Blown out of proportion. This man, if just, you know, routine, right? He, have died in vain. He, got, he got pulled over or whatever the fuck he was doing. He got treated that way. He got murdered. And he was just going to be swept on the, the... So going back to what you were saying, let's say you start pulling all the Mexicans because you think they have weed. And in the process of pulling them all, you kill a couple of them. That's okay. Yeah, well, no, I gonna... never say. I never no, say. No, no, I know, okay. I'm, just, I'm just telling you. You won't. Why. You won't. I don't think so. The officer will actually kill somebody if they actually like feel threatened. But when you're when you're when you're when you're targeting people because of race, it's an issue. That's the, that's what we're saying here. That's the whole thing, right? Like I understand that the cops should be looking for people that have drugs and protecting and serving. But when you start targeting people because of race, it becomes very problematic. And that's and that's what the problem is right now. Because they think they're doing their job, but in fact, they're just profiling and, and focusing on only race. That's a problem. That That's what I'm trying to say. No, like and you shouldn't, you and shouldn't say the like, other, the other this, thing guy has, like, this guy is Argentinian. He has drugs. I'm doing my job. He has like a stick on his trunk. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I, I'm just saying, like, I, I get that you're trying to, to like, dude, you want cops to protect, you want, you don't, we need the police, and that's I know thing. they when, just when people run this thing where like, oh, you know, wait until the police is gone, like, dude, that's so ridiculous. We're not, no one's saying we don't want the cops. We just the majority of the cops are right, but there's a problem. There's a problem with profiling, and there's a problem with like shit going under the rug. You know, like that's that's the issue. It's not that we don't want the cops. We we want the cops. We want them to do their job. I'm just saying, like, I don't think racially profiling people is correct. Is no, right. it's definitely not. I'm not saying it's correct. Like, when I say I was like, I want cops to search for these people and do this. I'm not trying to what, say, like, what's going think, on right now. I think what Elias was saying is that you said you had got pulled over and he made you get out of your car. And Elias is saying that that just comes with the territory of cops having to do their job to keep everybody safe. You know, if they search him, 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 and him, and they find one guy, maybe they would have never found that guy if they didn't decide to search everybody. I don't know. I'd, I mean, I'm random, not saying that that's... Yeah, no. If it was you know, randomly I think, done, I would I think, But I also think that there's a fine line that cops have to tread. And sometimes treading that line is not easy. You know, it's, it's not an easy job. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know how easy it is. I don't know how easy it's not. I do know when they joined the force, they knew the risks. Well, I, I think it all you comes know? back to training. It's not necessarily their fault. They're like, if you're exposed to a situation in which like 90% of people that fucking treat you like shit are a particular race, 
then you automatically start acting a particular a particular way. Was uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson put a tweet saying it was pretty funny. It was like it takes six weeks to become a cop in most states, six weeks of training, and it takes like eight weeks to become a pastry chef. So it's like, are we okay? So clearly, we're putting them through a very you know, high stress, last minute, you know, like, right, like you have to act the right way and, and try to keep your biases aside and shit like right, that, but, but we're my, not putting the training. But my way. point is that they already knew that going in, so they can't, so to use that as an excuse for their, for a racist decision, I think it's pretty curious. Well, here's what I would ask you, like, okay, so if you, if you start doing a, a cop, if you're a cop, right, mm-hmm. and you, they train you for six weeks, right? And then every single time somebody spits in your face happens to be a Hispanic guy, mm-hmm. right? Every time you pull over a Hispanic guy, he spits in your face. Or like, you know, a, a good majority that spit in your face. And then you pull up a, a non-Hispanic guy where you put something in front between you. Like you start, you start acting a different way because of this. And unless you've been trained on like how to handle this situation, how to not react to this kind of thing. Because the reason that some of those races are, like, again... I, I, I get your argument. I, I, I do, 100%. But the problem is the police unions that are not getting the, the, the necessary training to these officers, if that's the case. Right, that's what I mean. Right? Um, but the problem is that the unions are fighting against reform. They're saying everything's fine. Yeah. They're saying we don't need any change, like, prosecuting Obviously. officers is the worst thing you could possibly do, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So... Until we can fix that problem, nothing's gonna change. Well, that's why. I but think they don't. They don't realize they have any problem. So they don't know if there's no problem yeah. going to be fixed. Well, yeah. The first thing in fixing a problem is admitting <laughs> that there is a problem. <laughs> so that's right. gonna continue. But I think it's it getting. Works, it works the same way for police officers, man. <laughs> yeah, I think we say this on the. We were talking about these last. So, Tucci, what's right? what's the best thing to do? Like, let's say that a cop pulled me over, and I wanted to really be a dickhead. And, you know, I don't consent to searches and seizures. I don't, you know, am I being detained? If not, I'm going to leave right answer, now. Like, I, don't I mean, you, you went to law school. What, you know, like what <laughs> you see, you guys saw that video on YouTube about, you know, the guy was walking around with a gun or something and the police officer came to him and it turned out to be he was a lawyer. Mm-hmm. And he pretty much, you know, put the cop in check. Like, what did he say? You know, like the cop was asking him questions and he looked at him and he said, am I, de- am I being detained? And then he said, uh, no. And he said, okay, well, then I'm leaving. And so he started quoting like all these laws that, that came out, like, you know, Roe versus so and so and like this versus this and Yeah. And he said under that, you know, law, you can't do this and you can't do that and you know. Yeah. So what 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 should somebody say? Like what Well, I mean that's that's just, hard, let, right? And let's just say you get pulled over and yeah. the cop says, you know, Robert I'm going to need you to step out of the vehicle. License and registration, you give it to him. And he says, please step out of the vehicle. Yeah. What do you say? So actually, it's funny that you asked this because I, I did a pro bono project in law school called the Know Your Rights Project, mm-hmm. which is essentially that. Like you teach people, teach. It was, it was mainly like high schoolers and middle schoolers and stuff like that. But you would teach them what to say during a police transaction, uh, whether it be traffic or at home or whatever. But, you know, the interesting thing is it's context specific. So there's different laws for cars and there's different laws for your home. So it's hard to say 
exactly what you should do in each situation. But I will say, if you're in a car, go to the ACLU's Know Your Rights webpage, right? Google it, ACLU Know Your Rights. And last time I checked, they had a little thing that you can um, tape up to your window or put up to your window whenever a police come, police officer comes. And it kind of goes through the actions that you need to do. So like, obviously ask the officer for his, ask the officer for his name, why he stopped you. And then you don't really have to say much past that. You have to give them your driver's license, say who you are, if they ask for it. Um, you're, you're required to step out of the car if they ask, right? Mm-hmm. So at that point, so there's the ideal and then there's Cause you can't, the real world. You can't right? refuse to get out of the car. Um, it, at that point, if they had probable cause, potentially, it just, it depends on the context. So it's, you know, that's like the theoretical law, right? And I, by the way, I am not a criminal lawyer, <laughs> but that is the, that is what the constitution says, right? So you do have to step out of the car. Because I heard that you shouldn't try to say, I'm going to stay in my car. That's worse. Yeah. But you got to get I, I definitely would like, not. Like if yeah. a cop says, you know. Please step out of the car. We're going to search the vehicle. Now you do have a right. They're to, not going to say search the vehicle. You do have a right to say get out of the car, but they need your consent to search the vehicle. You do have a right to ask them. Okay, why am I being detained at this point? Right? Because at that point they are detained. They're asking to step out of the car. Um, you're no, you are no longer free to leave, drive off, whatever. That you are being detained. That's so. That's now. A, do they have a right to detain you? That's what you can't. You can't ask. Questions. You can ask. So here's the funny thing: the cops are allowed. They're allowed like to lie. Like if, if he says, "Please step out of the vehicle." Right. Right. So it, most of the problems start when the driver says, "For what? I ain't do shit." Right. So there, <laughs> well, you were going 90 miles an hour and 90. So, okay, there's a whole constitutional law of jurisprudence on this, right? And so, at what point does a stop become a seizure? That's like a huge question, and the, it's context specific right now. Um, and so, but ideally, the the police officer has what's called reasonable suspicion the first time he stops your vehicle, right? That's the lowest grade of, you know, kind of what the officer was thinking, you know, making sure that you were doing the crime. But then it steps up the probable cause when they want to kind of step outside the boundary of the traffic stop, you know, do you have drugs on you? Do you have a unregistered weapon, whatever it is. Right. And so they have to have that probable cause in their mind that that's what you were doing. You were dealing drugs or and whatever. This, it was. And this is just based out of intuition, which is the issue. Yeah. That's, that's a huge, uh, yeah. Because you, 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 if you are going to base this probable cause of intuition, you better have more than just situational training on this. That's mm-hmm. the problem, right? So if we go back to my stop, right? Mm-hmm. This this guy pulled me over for what you said was what is it? The problem? No, the original intent was failing to maintain lane control. Right. Let's say that I did. I don't think that I did, but let's say that I did. So he pulled me over for that. Yeah, then I would have wondered what his probable cause was. His probable cause was my nervousness. And, poten- and and a big part of it was the fact mm-hmm. that I was Hispanic. And yeah. I was driving. But were you nervous? Yeah, I was nervous. Of, of course I was nervous. Why? Because the fucking cops just stopped me, dude. I don't, I don't <laughs> like it. I don't like it. I hate it. I get very yeah, nervous. Naturally, everybody gets nervous. Yeah, I get a little, very, at least a little nervous. I get, very, I get very visually nervous. 
So they stopped me, and I think his probable cause was a competition of a Hispanic guy driving a new car, driving from Fayetteville, from, from Fayetteville, from to, Fayetteville. to Raleigh. Mm-hmm. Because apparently I found it later that from Fayetteville to Raleigh there was a lot of movement of drugs for whatever fucking reason. Fayetteville. And um, <laughs> so that's, you know, the probable cause was, and, and so, you know, Hispanic, moving from, and, and, that, and that was it. Nervousness, Hispanic guy, and then, so that right there was probable cause. Now I never asked him. You know, here's the thing, dude. In that situation, if I would have, I feel like so, if I so would have asked, I would have been. It would have been worse. The, the key question to ask is, "Am I free to leave?" Yeah, can that's I, the please, question you want to ask. And you can say, "I don't answer questions." Apparently, I don't answer any questions because I, I was telling this guy like. So if a cop says, "Please step out of the vehicle," I don't answer and questions, then, and then you get out of exactly. the car. Yeah. So can you say, "Am I free to leave?" You can even ask before that. Say so if the officer asks you. Can you step out of the car? You can just ask him or her, am I free to leave? And so at what that if point, they say, no, you're not? Then absolutely you comply with whatever the, they Then you need you. to say, am I being detained? Because here's the thing. Here's the other thing. If if they do detain you mm-hmm. and you comply and you ask those questions. Well, so they might just be initiating a search. They may not be arresting you. So that's why you want to ask, am I being... So... Well... They'll, they'll tell you if you're being... It's, see, that's the thing. It's, like, it's so context-specific, right? But definitely, if they're asking you to step out of the car, you want to ask them, am I free to leave? And then if they say, no, you need to step out of the car. Then you need to follow them. And then, and then yeah. you, and you can continue to ask. And like, that's a good thing. I think that's a good thing. That's not a wrong thing. Stop, if bro. you follow, stop. You nothing like, is going to happen. You sound so ridiculous. If you start, you well, say, the, okay, you're talking, okay. an attorney's but, saying it. But, like, you're but, an attorney, well, right? Okay, He's saying it. You need to complain with what the officer's saying. That's the law, right? That's the law. That's what the law says in most places, right? But is that right? You know, it, it is a is a decision behind what's going on there. Is that right? Not necessarily is the law right because I think it's right if we can assume that the intuition of a cop is right. But I'm pretty right, sure but the it, intuition it, of the cop is based on experience of his life. Right, and that's the like problem. the same experience you had problem. when you were wedding tables and you got a bunch of white people coming in giving you a yeah, good but that's tip, not and right. then you have. One people leaving you a bad tip, and that people. But that doesn't. That's not right. It's error. You know, it's not right. It's not right. But you do it without even intentionally doing it. Exactly. But But how you? What do you want? Like you want like robots to be cops? Like you want a robot, someone that doesn't think, that doesn't you know do anything else, but license registration. Okay, he doesn't want to comply. All right, Uh, I should leave now. You know, like you're talking to a person, someone that thinks, somebody that have feelings. Somebody that have intuition. The problem is that when the intuition comes from, let's say the, the intuition like, comes with experience of life. Yeah, but when you're like, oh my god, every Puerto Rican woman I dated cheated on me. I should go with a white lady. She gonna cheat on me. You sound and every time I see a Puerto Rican guy, a Puerto Rican girl, I think she's gonna cheat on me because that's the intuition that I'm gonna have because of experience of life. I'm pretty sure these cops went to a lad. I'm pretty sure they're dealing with so many people and the intuition saying that if he's a Mexican, he probably doesn't have a license. Can I say something real quick? You should. Just want to make sure to say, since this is going to be over the internet, that I am not giving legal advice. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
and under I, any circumstance. I do not agree. <laughs> this with is my whatever I say. I do not I'm consent. I do not agree. Whatever no. I say is my opinion only. Am I, am I under? I am, am I under not attack? giving legal advice. Am I under attack? Am I under search? Am I free to leave? Am I free to leave? Am I free to stay on my house? Officer? I think in the, <laughs> back to the main point. There is a problem <laughs> with racism, with systematic racism. Yeah. That needs to be addressed. That, but but the other thing that, is like, how I can think, you address that problem? Mm-hmm. Because every yeah, single but, cop, well, well, every single on, cop has on. his when, mind when, when and I his way of saying things. When I say systematic racism, it's beyond cops and George Floyd and you know killing killing cops, killing people. I'm talking about you know, the, I mean, it's redlining, <laughs> um, just. Everything in general, you know, how people are hired, how banks make decisions over who gets loans and how much they give them and, you know, where investors are allowed to invest their money. And there's there's beyond the cops is maybe five percent of of systematic racism in the grand scheme of things. So but if with the cops, it's that's the only subject that's a little bit it's hard to to really touch to touch because there are so many good cops that have great intentions like Elias is saying you know in order for them to keep safe they want to search as many people as they can to try to catch as much as they can you have cops that abuse power you have cops that take bribes you have cops that you know do racially profile and you know talk shit to and treat somebody worse because of their race but there's so many good cops and what you know the law you know in general and i know that we talked earlier about you know systematic racism you know in the law and things like that but you know the basic law don't steal don't do this don't loot don't break don't rob people don't kill people don't it's intended to be good really is i mean yeah i I personally think so but that's not that's not a given right so on the can you define uh, systematic racism? Is that is that what you say? What is it? Every time you stop somebody, is because they're Mexican. Because I don't know. Systematic racism. Systematic. It's, not, it's not just on cops. Everyone has systematic right. racism so you, in some way, right? You continue to do an action based on somebody's race consistently, mm-hmm. and this happens all the time. So, like, all the Hispanic people are getting a higher interest rate. All the white people are getting their interest rate. Although Hispanic people can't pulled over fifty percent of the time, it's part of the system. It's almost accepted. It's it just it is what it is for the best of everybody. Okay. So the guys like if you think about a solution about that, you know, systematic racism, there is not a solution about that. Sure, there is. Just don't be racist. Exactly. Okay, but. That that's gonna be in every single person. I'm gonna like, say on their on their you know how they like how can I tell a KKK member not to be racist and he's a police officer. You shouted at him. And you pro- <laughs> you protest. Hey, listen, you <laughs> fucking guy, quit being the, racist. That's the way he is, and he was born, and there is there is always gonna be racism nah, I mean, somehow. Look, I don't think the objective is to force formerly racist people to become non-racist, right? That's that's not going to happen. But I think what the objective is, is to make that behavior stigmatized. So, like, no one... That's not acceptable, like, in society. No, no, no. Yeah. And I think that will work over time. 
I mean, it's just... Which is what is happening right now. That's how humans work, you know? But, um, yeah, as far as, like, forcing people to, to like, not think racistly, I don't think that's possible. It almost has to happen over generations. And what's happening right now is good because it brings light to it. Um, Yeah, yeah, I really think it's very good. Like, people protesting, people going on the street. Those are the things that need to happen in order for police officers to start having a change on the way they behave when they do rest, you know, when they act to, to certain people um, that way. So I think it's good that they went up to the streets. It's good that there is justice about flowing these cops. Are, those things need to happen over time. Like, look, in 1960, they were like slaves here, man. 1960, they were like, when, I don't know when slavery ended. Slavery is still going on, especially sexual slavery. That's... But like, you know, what he means, the African-American... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 100%. That was about 100 years ago. That was yeah. like 60, like how many, like in the 60s, 50s? Yeah, so Slaves? it was 1864. 1864. Yeah. 1864, okay? So imagine all the way to 2020, how many years? 64, so that's like 80 years. That's, that's only one generation. So, or two generations. Or... So let me make my closing point because it's been over an hour and, and we should do the closing points. But um, yeah, we're, we've gone a long way, a long way. But I feel like we're in a situation in which some people are denying there's an issue. They're denying there's a problem because it's convenient and it works well for you. And I think what's happening right now is that Thanks to the technology that we have, there is a very graphic video that was just kind of like, fuck it, this is enough. And has it been handled properly? I don't know, but Me too. It's, it's making a difference. That's all I got to say. You got any closing statements? Huh? No, I think Fuck the police come straight from the underground. Fuck the police. <laughs> fuck the bad police. <laughs> Good police, you can stay. <laughs> Still pull me over. All right, are we being detained? <laughs> yeah, you're under are arrest. Free to leave? <laughs> Spread your cheeks and lift your sack, as uh, Dave Chappelle famously say. That's it? That's all you got to say? Anybody That's else with some closing statements? I mean, it's good to be back, you know. What? It's good to be back. Good to be back. Oh, yeah. I hope we don't get COVID. That, you know what? I going hope through. we don't get COVID. You try to say one of us is going to give you COVID I, for the I, only people yeah. you see. Uh, you know what I'm worried about? What you said is like somewhere in between an, a cold and your worst nightmare. That sounds really bad. <laughs> <dude. laughs> that sounds really That has been going through my head the whole time. Maybe that doctor was trying to scare me. Like, it sounds like. I got to work for this money. <laughs> Did you, oh, you already said you, uh, yeah, so, you have anything? No, just... Yeah, we're uh, you, you already said yes. everything for me, man. Yeah. That's that's all I need. All right, guys. On that note, we'll have a nice day. Have a good night. We'll Whatever time of the day it is. We'll see you next time. <laughs> As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 